0: Welcome to Fandom Power.
1: What's wants some, peoples? All like you and me. I'll <laughs> join in. Sorry, right. We'll give it a few seconds here and people can uh, stagger in as they uh, so choose. Uh, It is, after all, the uh, 24th of May long weekend here in Canada. So no surprise that people are busy doing other things. Uh, On that note, just (laughs) we had an incredible storm here yesterday. And uh, if you are still without power or without resources, we are thinking of you. Hopefully, all of your friends and family are well. Because wow, we were very lucky where we are here, mm-hmm. uh, not too far away from here. There was uh, an awful lot of damage. Uh, to put it in perspective, uh, the Weather Network today said that the storm officially tracked from Windsor to Ottawa. It's over 700 kilometers. Uh, highest winds yesterday uh, record, were isn't K- it? yeah record winds in Kitchener. I think it was 136 kilometers yesterday. So certainly sounded like it and there were some uh, fatalities so there were. it was an awful awful thing but um uh, this week what are we calling this one we're calling this one the the gear gear and review gear and review gear and review which is kind of funny because um this this one kind of came around uh, out of a necessity i don't want to call this a filler episode because i don't feel like we do a lot of filler but yeah. you know what um it, if you had to pick one as filler maybe <laughs> maybe this maybe. one is it oddly enough it's been almost one year to the day since we, since on yeah, video since we line. adopted, uh, yeah, since we adopted uh, live video or sorry, video in general. And I thought, you know, what a good way to uh, reflect back on the last year is kind of like talk about sort of the, the stuff that we use to make the show. And I don't think this is really. This isn't my uh you know, this isn't the end all be all. This is not the only way to do things. This is just kind of the way that we're doing things. and I thought, you know what? we've been at this long enough now that maybe there's some benefit to just kind of doing like a a sort of semi behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, studio tour and just sort of show folks what it is that we're doing. But I wanted to go back and start with taking a look at do you remember what, do you remember when we first started a year ago? Yeah, video? okay. Um some of that gear is still around actually. We're still we're still using it. You've got the mixer. I do. And uh do you have a microphone? I do. I we have we have gave you my Okay. Uh, one of the, the original ones. four. I wanted to to like just sort of in perspective just start with then and then we'll talk about now. And I mean like obviously if you're you to those of you who are watching you can see the difference between the, the then, then and, and now. now and <laughs> I have a photo. And we'll get to that because it's quite shocking (laughs) to look at it. But let's get started with this. This is uh, the Phantom Power gear and review. Um, And here we go. So here we are. This is uh, this mixer. This is the uh, multi Multimix 8 uh, USB uh, FX 2.08 channel mixer, which at the time when we started this uh, last year in 2021, keep in mind, we bought... We bought a bunch of gear for the podcast when the podcast before the podcast started back in 2020. This was the first mixer that we bought, and uh, I just got to say, look at that man! In September of 2020, now this is right out of my Amazon history. This this unit was 199 Canadian dollars. Today, if you wanted to buy Inflation. this, yeah, 436.72 cents. Ouch! Oh well um so to say about uh, how do i feel about this mixer okay it was good it was good and you know what and on uh uh, on some level it still is if this is all you had and you you had access to this without having to spend any money on it sure go ahead and use it i i would Uh, in fact we did we used it for months but man uh that price point just on that alone there is no I just can't recommend I couldn't recommend it if you were thinking about if you were thinking about starting a podcast or getting into streaming like and let's re- be realistic the, the barrier to entry on this stuff is not very high you know you can get away with a microphone and a computer and a set of headphones man I'll do one even better you can start streaming today with one of these and nothing else Yep. I mean you that's how easy it is the barrier is so low so I guess even even the entry-level stuff kind of that we're talking about is still sort of the next level like you you want to eventually yeah maybe you want to be a little bit more I don't want to say serious because just using a phone doesn't mean you're not serious but let's say you you want to invest in sort of your setup and you want to have uh, a better gear than more control over your sound and well absolutely this one, uh, I would say, this is this is a good one if you're using uh, if your if your show is about music, uh, or you plan on having a live musician uh, re- uh, regularly. Yeah. this one would be okay, but again, you could buy, you could buy a, a similar model from Behringer, arguably, which is a, maybe a better brand uh, for a lot less. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the biggest pro it is a USB mixer, and that is kind of critical when you're talking about doing everything through your computer. You do need that. Um, it can, you can have up to four people locally and that's kind of what happened with us. We wanted that ability right yeah. away. So we four went in that. studio. Um, it's noisy. It, it's, it's a noisy machine. Um, so I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're hosting a bunch of people like we did and you're using uh condenser microphones, man, you want to be in a, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here but you'll want to be in a sound treated space. And again, if you're going to mix your microphone types, like your, uh, like a dynamic microphone, which does not require phantom power with, um, a condenser mic, which does. Yeah. You don't have much of an option here. It's it's on or off. So you'll need a a separate preamp, which again, we'll talk about in a few minutes, but anyway, so that is the, our first mixer that we ever got. And it's, it's okay. It's, its It's just okay. But honestly, considering where we are now, If you're even halfway serious about podcasting, you're thinking about picking up a device like this, you should skip uh, traditional mixers altogether and just think about an all in one podcast recording station that uh, much like we're using right now um, for a whole bunch of reasons that I'll talk about here uh, in a minute. So, yeah, that was our uh, man, four hundred and thirty six dollars from one ninety nine. It's a bit of a jump. It is a bit of a jump. All right. Next up here. Now this is this kind of ties right into the the one of the cons about that mixer. That mixer only allows for one headphone out. Yeah. Which is kind of hard when you're you've got a host, a co-host, and maybe a, a guest or two. You're going to need some kind of uh, splitter. Which is exactly what this is. This one is the uh, the newer super compact four channel stereo headphone amplifier with DC 12 volt power adapter for sound reinforcement, studio, stage, choir, personal recording. Features ultra low noise, premium sound quality. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's it. So this, you plug this into your single headphone out, and then you plug uh, four sets of headphones into that, each with independent volume control. This unit, I would say, above everything else that we purchased back in the early days, is probably the, the best piece of kit we got. Um, say what you want about these uh, kind of weird, like, cheapy white-labeled brands, but this thing is made of all-metal. has an all-metal construction. The knobs are pretty robust. Nothing felt uh feels cheap about this thing and we and it it worked it, great. Job. It does exactly what it says it will do, and it does it pretty really well pretty well. <laughs> um this one right now, if you wanted to buy this, this uh, Amazon, it's a uh, $49.99 Canadian. Not too bad considering we bought it for $42.99 in September of 2020. So not a considerable amount of price creep on not this. Not the device. worst price jump. Again, though an all-in-one podcast station that you can just connect to directly save you a lot of bit a lot of hassle on that Um, well that's what we go to next year let's go to the next thing here if you're just joining us now uh, we're talking about uh, it's uh, the Phantom Powers gear and review we've we've just crossed a a bit of a threshold here we are almost one year to the day since uh, we started doing our show in a video format and uh, we thought it would be fun to look back on the gear that kind of got us started and then kind of compare that uh, to where we are now it's sort of a virtual uh, studio tour if you will mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, out there, this is helpful to somebody uh, if you are thinking about getting into the podcasting pool yourself or getting into streaming maybe some of this information will be helpful for you and i am by no means a gearhead technical expert i just i will talk about the stuff we have the stuff we use and whether we like it or whether we don't <laughs> All right, that brings us to uh what you, you kind of need a good set or a, at least a reasonable set of uh, of headphones. And again, this is kind of came down to quantity over quality and so we went back to again the the newer newer company. This is another uh, Amazon one. Now these are the uh, NW 3000 closed headphones, which is kind of funny because when we bought uh when we bought them, we actually bought the NW 2000s. But uh, those have since been discontinued, and uh, the 3,000 has replaced them. However, if you do if you look them up on uh, Amazon um, United States, you can still find the 2,000s. And I'll tell you right now, they have the exact same description, and they use the exact same photography. So you be the judge of whether that's just been uh, rebranded. Photoshop update. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, these are, uh, so I guess these are technically a closed back uh headphone they do not offer any active noise canceling so if you're if you're into noise canceling like active noise canceling you're not going to get that here no uh but they do sound for a cheapy headphone it they actually right. sound pretty good um and and really you you do need you need something on your head especially if you're going to do your own editing and i mean Andy you can speak to that yep. uh <laughs> extensively even without noise canceling it still gets you in the zone enough right um They do have an included quarter inch adapter. So like for the mixer that we were using, that's good. Um, and, and these ones by having that 3.5 mil, you could plug these into your phone and they'd, they'd be a fairly decent, uh, headphone. If you were walking around the house with them, you could use them that way, but it's also a bit of a hindrance because the cable is not, uh, removable. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you snag it on something. Um, and you, you rip it out while you, you have to replace the, the whole unit, unless you're uh, into soldering and know how to repair that kind of stuff. I am not, I could not do that. Um, but that is a bit of a, um, it's a bit of a drawback anyway. Um, Andy, you're not wearing them right now. No. You are actually wearing uh, a set of Astro Astro a 40 gaming, uh, headphones. That's the other thing I wanted to say. If you already own a decent set of headphones, use them save your money and just don't don't buy them mm-hmm. and that's what we did i mean i had that headset i've had that for a couple of years and i thought oh it's good enough i'll just use it and it's still in still, our it's good. still on our setup right now but yeah i mean at forty uh, four dollars and ninety nine cents, you could pick there are worse things you could pick uh for a headphone and i think that these are still a relatively okay choice uh if you wanted to to get like say two or three pairs of those Because you're gonna have, you know, like I say, a co-host and maybe a guest or two. All right, and that's (laughs) that brings us to if you're gonna if you're gonna have something on your head, you got to have something to put your mouth around or or talk. (laughs) That was a big, big slip. Wow, you got to have something to talk into, and that brings us to the uh, first microphones that we ever bought. Now we bought these microphone kits again. The uh, newer is the NW700 condenser microphone kit and uh, these are uh, xlr so xlr connection which means that's a specialty connection that will fit into a uh, professional professional mixer will not go directly into your computer if you want to go directly to your computer you need a usb but you can get this microphone in a usb uh, version now i just want to say this is a case of where there was a limited budget and like i said before It was quantity over quality. And when you're first starting out, maybe there are certain sacrifices you're willing to make. That being said, in hindsight, if I had to do it all over again, I don't know if this is a sacrifice that I would take. I don't know. Let's talk about the good stuff, though. Mm. So the the good thing about this is that it's a kit. And that's where the value in this is. The included pop filter the uh, scissor arm and uh, if you needed it that little preamp that is what where the value is because the microphones themselves the build quality on these things is awful it is absolutely atrocious um we got we got uh one of them was missing a thumb screw for the uh the scissor arm another one cable wouldn't go into it yeah the body of the microphone would not except the cable that it came with now we immediately upgraded the cables right out of the box we never even used oh maybe we no we didn't we didn't use the ones out of the box we did upgrade them immediately and even still there were some issues that being said i mean if you go back and listen to the audio version of our show all the way back to episode one it doesn't sound that bad considering we were in a, a space that's probably what uh Oh, 15, 20 times the size of this room. Yep. Uh, And this is not a sound treated room, by the way. Um, This is just kind of what it is. This is our, my home office. With the doors closed. (laughs) With the doors closed. But yeah. So, oh my gosh. What do you say about this? Um, Price jump sucks. Yeah. So we bought these kits uh, September, 2020. They were $59, 49 cents Canadian today. 10570. Oh um, that's really, really difficult uh to 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 wanna to throw a recommendation to this. And I and I don't think I would. Again, if you're if you're just starting out and you're looking at uh necessary at getting a microphone, um don't be don't be disillusioned by the the visual here. I mean it looks pretty cool and, and you watch any number of podcasts and it's like uh you gotta have a, you know you gotta a have a, a scissor arm. Filter. Yeah. You actually don't. No. And it's really based on your your application. Oh, we got a comment coming in here. What do we got here going on? Uh Facebook user says, This was the one thing I felt very underwhelmed by was at all the higher price points, the quality, I could not distinguish the difference. Yeah, I mean, I again that goes back. Like I say, I'm not a gearhead, I know what I like, and honestly. I mean, the stuff that I use now, it actually, it sounds pretty good. Like, I mean, I do have the advantage of having used a, a bunch of different headsets over the last year, a uh, couple of years for different applications. And honestly, the the ones I'm using now, uh, well, the ones I'm wearing right now are actually uh, in-ear monitors. I'm going to talk about those a little bit later. But the over-ear headphones that I use currently are definitely a step up from uh, from where we started. But like I say, going back to those uh, those newer Uh, The NW three thousands, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. They're they're fine, but again, like, I'm a big fan of you get what you pay for. And to me, like, does brand matter to you? Mm, Not so much. No. Well, for some stuff, I agree. For some things, it absolutely does matter. Um, there's the argument you're just paying for the name. Yeah. But then there is the you know the counterpoint of well, you really got the name for a reason. Right. And you kind of do get what you pay for. And if you're not I guess if you're not in it all the time and you're not sort of, I don't want to say keeping up, but if you're not sort of using it all the time and you're not talking to other people who are and, and sort of staying on top of things, you can get kind of lost in the, in the weeds. Mm-hmm. All right. We're, we're talking about microphones though right now. And, and like I said, this one it's a, it is a condenser microphone. So that means this needs phantom power. It does have the advantage of having that little, uh, the, the little preamp there. So you could actually plug that in. It has its own uh, power source, its own phantom power. So, in that regard, you could use it like that way, but I would say this: I don't use a scissor arm anymore. I actually don't think they're, especially this one, where the mechanism is on the outside. Mm-hmm. So the sp- the springs that control the the mechanism are on the outside. So if you accidentally touch it, you ping it, you it, get, you get ping right. The doing! it transmits down the scissor arm and into your microphone. So I mean, currently we're using a pair of just uh, really heavily weighted desk stands that even if I'm and I'm moving it around right now, yeah, I mean you, you can definitely get it when you're tapping it, but if I need to pick it up and move it, I can do that without really without getting a really big boom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, it's all sort of application based. Maybe your application will differ and you do need a, a scissor arm. but if if you do, there are better models out there than that. But specifically where the microphone is concerned, I very much recommend out the gate stay away from condenser microphones. Uh, honestly, I mean, unless you have a, a professionally uh, treated studio space, a dynamic microphone is going to be so much better just because of the off axis rejection. So, I mean, like off axis, meaning like if I turn my microphone away, as I'm turning it away, you should hear less and less and less. of me. And now I'm talking at the back of the microphone, you can probably barely hear me. Pretty much. We can't hear you. Right. And so as I come back into the microphone, now you can you can hear me again. Mm hmm. And that's the big advantage because if you're in a room with maybe you've got an air conditioner going, or you've got pets, or you've got other sort of distractors, uh, a decent um, four guests around a table. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're not talking into each other's microphone. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've never done that before. <laughs> but yeah, you can get a, a fairly a decent dynamic mic for the same price that you could pay for some condenser mics. That being said, the sky is the limit on this stuff. Yeah. If you have thousands and thousands of dollars and you want to buy yourself like a Neumann uh, ribbon microphone because you want the Neumann brand, have at it. But I mean, honestly, to for for the applications that we use for the human voice for speaking, it's probably not going to make that much of a difference <laughs> in your podcast. Uh, keeping in mind that most podcasts actually don't succeed. You know, people uh, they there's a sort of a threshold where you get to the boredom threshold sure i mean four or five episodes in and then suddenly the the reality of there's work involved and i don't know what to do and suddenly it gets dropped because it's there's the i guess it's like writer's block podcaster's block yeah 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 uh we got a a comment here from sean on facebook says i'm looking into getting a light and a stand that holds a phone to take better photos for my facebook groups I am going to talk a little bit about cell phones when we get down to uh, cameras, uh, Sean, but uh, absolutely your cell phone uh, probably has a better camera in it than uh, all, almost all the cameras we start. Oh, I will say that all the cameras that we started with could not even hold a hold a candle to to a cell cell phone, even a cell phone from like 10 years ago. (laughs) Uh, All right. Have we, have we bashed around on microphones enough? I think so. Stay away from condenser microphones, folks. And don't spend a whole lot of money where you don't have to. All right. Huh. So that kind of brings me on to cameras. The first cameras that we bought were so bad. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what they were. They were awful. They were just horrendously. Uh, they they claimed that they were uh, 1080p, uh, th- maybe 30 frames per second. Maybe. But I don't think that they were. No. It was more like, uh, here's a camera smear some Vaseline on the lens and you know try to try to do so yeah they were awful um but it didn't take us very long we did kind of uh upgrade pretty quickly we still have this one it's not in this well technically it's in the setup but it's not being used right now this is the uh, Logitech C922 Pro Stream. this is a, a simple plug-and-play webcam and uh it's been around for a while you can still buy this camera today it is Currently $129.56. Um, the price point, I guess that's that is what it is, but I would say if you are in the webcam market, maybe you want to hold off on this one because it is a little bit older. Yeah. And there are better there are better options, especially when you consider that this one can only do uh 1080p video at 30 frames per second. And the frames per second, that's what's going to give you that buttery smooth uh look as opposed to the uh you know chop a chop bit chop chop jerky yeah which makes your it's hard on your eyes hard on my eyes anyway um but it is again if you have if you have this camera and it, a big asterisk on everything i say if you have access to any of this the gear that we're talking about like a friend of is getting rid of it or a family member is is giving it to you as a gift absolutely use it because something is better than nothing and and uh yeah don't shy away from it just because you know some schmuck on the internet said don't do that <laughs> <laughs> all right, but again, um for the price of this one, seriously, you could get a camera for just a few dollars more that will outperform this like seven ways from Sunday. So yeah, the, um the Logitech, it is a, a well-known brand. It is a a quality brand and it like I said, this camera is still in stores today. You can still go out and buy this one. Um but again, I I probably would not to do it all over again today. I would not go out to a store and buy th- The only reason I bought this one Uh, Do you remember when I got this one? Vaguely. I got this one from a friend of mine who was selling it on the Facebook marketplace for $25. And so for $25, it was was totally, totally, totally worth it. But um, it didn't take very long. Um, I wanted more and I wanted it to be better. And we did get better. We got uh, the camera that in fact you're on right now, which is the, uh, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) There it is. Look at that. That is a shot of our very first video episode. Now this is from, hold on, I'm going to take me out of the stream here for a second so we can see it. Uh, there you go. This was a, our <laughs> bad batch review episode uh, four, May 24th, 2021. Wow. So like I said, almost a year to the day. Um, There we are talking now. I've got, we've got our microphones at that point, but uh, you can still see in the background behind me, there's one of the scissor arms. Yep. Uh, and the cameras, <laughs> they were so bad. Uh, what we knew or didn't know about setting up for video was just awful. Sitting in front of a window, no doubt, yeah. in the morning. That's like, what, 10 o'clock in the morning? Roughly. 10, 30. And as the sun is going up, we're getting more and more washed out. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It was so bad. <laughs> okay. But then we decided to uh, change things up. Got a new camera. Oh, that's not the one we're talking about. Where did it go where did it go there it is so then we moved on to uh this camera which is the camera that uh you are currently using right now this is the logitech stream cam uh and like i said uh if you're considering the c922 or the c920 which is arguably still out there and it's even cheaper but if you're considering a c922 for the what 40 bucks more Mm. for 40 bucks more consider this camera or one of its competitors because for for the 169.99, you're now talking about a camera that is uh, 1080p at 60 frames per second. So it is uh, considerably, considerably smoother, as you can see. I mean, that's what Andy's on right now. So uh, what do we like about this one? This one, again, just like most webcams, it's a direct plug and play, uh, Windows or Mac. Uh, Like I said, it's a 1080p uh, at 60 frames per second. This one uh, is a lot different than the other one in that it's on like a little, a little gimbal. Yeah. So it's, it's got a little bit of pivoting action going. Yeah, on I rear. mean, you can, you can, uh, you can rotate it. You can pivot it. Also this camera, it has a uh, built in, you can have it in uh landscape or you can flip it up into portrait. If you want, say like you're doing like mm-hmm. FaceTime or whatever with somebody on a phone that, that works. Now the, the biggest con is, and it's only a con it's a con with an asterisk is the Logitech capture software. And that's for any Logitech camera, by the way, if you are using a Mac, which we are, the Logitech capture software will not run on your Mac if your Mac is powered by Apple Silicon. So if you have an M1 or you're considering getting an M1, you need to know that you will have to use an alternative uh, piece of software to control this camera there's no manual settings on these you can't zoom in on them it's all digitally and probably the best option is going to be the Logitech uh, G-Hub software it's their Logitech's gaming hub Um, and the cool thing about uh, G-Hub is it uh, automatically recognizes Logitech products so you do have that going for you Mm -hmm. but again um, yeah there's no way to adjust that camera without uh, using software and the software that they recommend you can't put it on a Mac so or an M1 Mac. So yeah, that uh that's kind of a downer, but it is still our number 2 camera. It still looks great. Uh in fact that that camera is probably going to stick around for a while because if we ever get into doing like uh like reviews and stuff, that may become like the the POV uh, the POV camera for the desk. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, um where are we now? What do I want to do? Oh, look, we're getting too far. Ah, there we go. <laughs> So now that kind of brings us to uh, uh, where we are now. That's sort of like our starter gear. Uh, And there's things that we haven't even talked about. We haven't even talked about lighting. And I'm not going to do a big thing on lighting because we could spend a long time talking about that. Andy, you're into photography. You you definitely. uh, You can spend hours and hours and still tweak it. Well, this is it and i mean i'm still kind of looking around the room going oh man there's things i want to do in here i'm still <laughs> you can't see it because it's out of frame but uh right now we are using a pair of 10 uh, inch ring lights as uh, key lighting and then uh, we have some uh, accent lighting that we're using believe it or not just a pair of uh, desk lamps with uh with uh, uh, the fanciest paper towel diffusion that you've ever seen yep <laughs> i'm almost embarrassed to tell people that Eh, whatever works. <laughs> uh, okay. So that kind of brings us to where we are now. And I kind of, I put this together because I, I didn't, I didn't know if this was helpful or not. I put this little flow chart together to sort of give you guys an idea of what, what the whole thing looks like. Look at that. I put it in the wrong view again. Let me do this. Right. There we go. So this is our setup right now, uh, from a digital perspective. And now it, I haven't included any of the cabling that we use because it, Goes without saying that you need the appropriate cabling to connect all of these devices. Um, but this is literally, this is exactly what we are using right now. And uh, I'll take a few minutes to talk about that. Seeing as we're just left off on cameras, I'm going to stick with cameras for a minute because um, as much as I love the Stream Cam, uh, which is a, a very nice webcam, by the way, the biggest competitor for that camera is the uh, Elgato uh, Face Cam. I think it's the the Elgato face cam, um, but they have virtually almost the same size uh, sensor and they have very, very similar uh, performance characteristics. Okay. That being said, the best, best, best webcam will never look as good as an APS-C mirrorless camera, True. which is kind of was the, uh, man, it was a huge step to take, but I mean, when, when I made the decision that, um, I wanted to be a serious podcaster, um, it, it was, uh, it was a discussion I had to have with my wife because we're now talking about a significant, uh, significant, uh, price, price, uh, jump. First, uh, comment coming in from uh, Twitch. I'm going to even say, I'm not sure if I can say this right. Uh, Magic Kredic, hello. Hello to you, sir. Uh, as a Twitch fellow, person, whoever you are, we are talking about uh, sort of gear and review. Ah, okay, perfect. Thank you very much, Magic or Credit. We will call you Magic. We're talking about uh, uh, what it's like to uh, be in the uh, streaming slash podcast space and just sort of looking at our gear, where we've, where we've come from and where we are right now. And just kind of giving some people out there an idea of what it's like to uh, to have a setup, kind of like what we're doing right now. So yeah, as I was saying, with the um, uh, (laughs) an APS-C camera will will look a million times better than the than the best 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 webcam. And I mean, uh, a whole lot more control. Yeah, well, exactly. So I mean, this one uh, it's fully manual. I mean, that's the camera that I'm using right now. This is the Sony Alpha A6100, which, by the way has officially been uh, canceled. Oh, Yeah, it's uh, delisted. So, and this is with the kit lens. This is the, the uh, what is this? The 50, uh, 16, uh, 50 millimeter zoom lens. That's uh, with uh, autofocus. Let's see the audio focus here. Just like that. There we go. Autofocus. So that's working pretty well. Why would you want to have, uh, why would you want to have uh, an APS-C camera versus a web camera? Well, uh, again, Full manual control. It's gonna look better than anything that you can possibly get out of a web camera. Um, this camera particularly, it's a uh, 4K capable. So even though the the software that we're using will not allow us to go to 4K, we could in fact record in 4K and upload it directly to YouTube. That's not what we're doing right now. We're We're streaming and we cannot stream in 4K yet, yet. Someday. But maybe we'll get there someday. The biggest drawback to this camera, specifically this camera, is, like I said, it's been discontinued. So even even on the aftermarket, you're going to pay a lot for this camera. Um, I saw one the other day with a couple of lenses for $1,400. Yeah. Um, You could get the camera with the kit lens for as little as $600. Um, Usually glass is where it's at. Yeah. I picked this one up from uh, Best Buy Canada. It was in their... um, uh, I, I, believe it was a show model, um, that had just been sitting in a display somewhere. Hmm. And so I ordered it online and I had it within a few weeks and that's what we've been using ever since. Um, but yeah, uh, we got another question here from magic who says, do I have a, a microphone that I can suggest? I do have a microphone that I can suggest. Um, we were just talking about microphones a little bit earlier and we were talking about the difference between condenser microphones and dynamic microphones. And I, I like really do recommend that unless you're in a professionally sound treated space, avoid condenser microphones, uh, and stick with uh, a dynamic Dynamic. microphone. And I do have a couple of ones, like depending on what your budget is again, like I said, you can go like the sky sky is is the the limit. limit. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of dollars. But, um, yeah, currently Andy and I are, we are using the Shure uh the Shure MV7 which I'm going to talk a little bit about um as we go through this which is kind of a it's marketed as a a dedicated podcast microphone uh it is an alternative uh, an affordable alternative to the uh, venerable the SM7B however um you can go now Rode Rode the microphone they're primarily a microphone company make uh the Rode PodMic and uh I thought I put a note in here for that too uh, let me just find my note here. D, 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 There we go. Uh, you could get the road pod mic right now for, uh, $119 that's Canadian. So it'll be even less if you're, uh, in the United States. Uh, so want something useful and something that will not destroy itself in a day or two. Okay. Well, any of the Rode microphones you would be fine with They're They're very well-made. They're very sturdy, uh, quite heavy actually coming out mm. of the box as is the uh, the sure the the MV7 that we're using. And I'm, when we get to the MV7, there is another option out there, the MV7X, which uh, if you don't require... Now, uh, I guess maybe we should just move on then Yeah. before we get too into the weeds here on this. We will get to your microphone question, though, because it is coming up here. Uh, going back to the camera thing, if you're going to use an APS-C camera or a mirrorless camera, it, keep in mind it will not be recognized by your computer as a webcam. So you need another device, and that is... Uh, some kind of capture card. Now this one is the uh, Elgato Cam Link uh, 4K um, and they are an industry leader in streaming. They specialize in streaming. Um, so this is a this is actually the, the capture card that we use. We can go all the way to 4K with this. However, like I said, our, our software does not allow us to go to 4K, but in the eventuality that we do get there, it's ready. We're future-proofed. So um, again, this is plug and play. They are a trusted industry leader. Uh, and there's really, I really don't have anything bad to say about this. This is another one of those cases where I really do believe that you, uh, you get what you pay for in this because in the capture card, uh, um, area, you could spend as little as $20 and there are people out there, I mean, go on YouTube and look this stuff up. There are people out there that will tell you, don't spend big bucks on your capture card in my experience. And in my opinion, I firmly believe that you should spend the money and get the brand name one in this instance. It really does make a difference. Because this connects all that money you spent on the camera to the rest of it. Well, absolutely. Okay, so that brings us over to uh, the microphone. And this, again, this is the microphone that we are currently using. This is the Shure MV7 uh, USB podcast microphone. Now, it is a USB microphone, but it is also an XLR microphone. So if you have a, a, a mixer, uh, or an interface that you're using, this will plug into that device. Um, initially we bought these because I thought that if we ever needed to go mobile and we had to plug into like, say, we we're going to be a guest on somebody else's show. We could take our own microphone and we could plug in. Yeah. We've never done that. <laughs> We've only ever used them as a XLR connection, but as an XLR microphone, it's good. I don't oh. know. I, Really again, I'm not a, I'm not a super, uh, you know, technical guy, gear guy. I couldn't tell you exactly what makes this microphone great, but it does sound really good. It, it produces the reproduces the human voice really, really well next to the ones we were using. there was a noticeable jump. Absolutely. The only thing I would say about this is the windscreen that it comes with. It's a little bit loose and uh we've upgraded them we're using the sure rk345 this is the uh this is the wind sock that would fit on the sm7b but it does it fits on the mv7 and it does make a noticeable uh there's a noticeable difference and i think it's an improvement to be honest mm. all right so this microphone uh currently is dollars and ninety nine cents canadian right now on amazon that being said when I bought this microphone, or I, my wife bought me this microphone as a Christmas gift, it was just over three hundred dollars. Well, the whole—they uh, must be selling a lot of these microphones, and sure must be uh, well aware that people are not taking them on the road with them because they have since come out with another version of this microphone. It is the MV7X that gets rid of all of the USB connectivity. It takes out the the volume control, the built-in volume controls and gives you just a straight-up uh, in-between price point between the MV7 and the Chibi stuff. And that microphone is currently $217.99. And if you were just doing a setup at home, like uh, like a home office thing like this, or setting up your streaming space, this is the MV7 or the MV7X. It's a great microphone. I totally recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if if money is, a, is the issue, and you've got to stay... You've got a budget that you've got to stick to. You couldn't go wrong with the Rode Pod mic. It is a it's a hundred and twenty dollar microphone, 120 Canadian, so a little, a little less uh in the US. But again, it's a it's a great uh it's a great microphone. All right, where are we at now here? Oh yeah, now. Uh I was saying before that you don't necessarily need a, uh, a scissor stand or a boom arm. I know it looks fancy and everybody's got one. Everybody wants to be the next Joe Rogan and <laughs> there's only one Joe Rogan. <laughs> you don't necessarily need a boom arm. What you need is a solution that works for you for your application. And, and uh, in our application here where we are primarily sitting behind a desk uh, this desk stand from on stage um, fits the bill in spades. It's uh, cast, it's a cast base with a uh, steel uh, steel pole, essentially. It adjusts between 9 and 13 inches, and it works really well, enough so that uh, I bought a second one. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it going anywhere. <laughs> it, it This is another one of those things. I mean, uh, you know, a heavy thing. It just does what it does, yep. and it does it well. The only thing that surprised me was the price creep on this one. It was $18 when I bought it from Amazon uh, back in 2020, or sorry, 2021. Is now 25. Hmm. So a little bit of price creep there. There's no no chips in this. How, do, <laughs> how did it jump up so much? Did it come from Russia? I don't know. Oh, maybe? No. I'm blaming no. everything else on that. I guess so. All right. What's next here? Okay. So uh another funny story here. The uh this is the um when you're talking about headphones, uh, these headphones, the Audio Technica. These are the ATH M50X BT BT for Bluetooth wireless over the ear headphones in black. I bought these headphones by accident. <laughs> I was actually trying to buy the wired version, um, but it just worked out that the Bluetooth version and I didn't, I just kind of glanced over the ad and it's like, oh, this is cheaper than the other one. And I, I'm thinking the wired ones were cheaper. No, no, they ran a sale, the Bluetooth version. <laughs> Was actually cheaper than the uh, the wired version however again this is another case of uh these headphones are a few years old uh do they still have a place uh in podcasting i would say yes they do i just saw a clip from the howard stern show the other night where he was uh uh, perry farrell from jane's Addiction and uh, billy corgan uh, smashing pumpkins were there performing Hmm. guess what they were wearing oh no (laughs) yes they were (laughs) so i thought wow that if how if they're good enough for the howard stern show they're good enough for me. Now, um this was a great mistake to have been made. I uh, without a, a word of a lie, these are probably man, and I really love those Astros, the A40s, but I these Audio Technicas, they might be the best over-ear headphone that I've owned. Not saying that they're the best best cuz sure they're not, but they're the best that I've owned and they will definitely they've, they've served me well, not only just to be able to hear what we're talking about, but in the editing process, now that I am doing a little bit more editing and stuff that's helped out immensely. So, uh, these are great. The only real drawback to this particular, uh, set of headphones is, uh, there, there is a wired, uh, uh, connection there. The included wire that comes with these, it's really thin and it's not very, it's pretty stiff. Mm. Uh, but I had a, 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 a monster cable laying around from another, uh, usage that I had before and it's worked out just fine. So, I mean, if you've already got a, a, a decent three and a half mil cable laying around, swap it out for the, the one that came with it. And uh, these are a great choice. Excuse me. All right. So then, uh, this is the thing with gear. Once you start getting, going down the rabbit hole and getting into it, there's so much and you want more. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened with uh, with the next piece. Uh, I wanted a a, a lower profile uh, look for when we're doing stuff with other channels. So when we're talking to each other, it doesn't look like, "Hey, I'm on the radio all the time." Although some people like the radio look. I like the radio. Ninety nine percent of the time, I like the radio look too. But I wanted something lower profile, which I'm I'm wearing them tonight actually. Uh, was an in ear monitor, and uh, you think of in ear monitors like your your. Uh, TV news broadcasters, uh, and other yeah. professionals, musicians will wear an in-ear monitor. And, uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try these out. There are tons and tons of options for in-ear monitors, but these I picked up locally from our uh, local music store down the road. That's uh, Myers music in Peterborough, Ontario, where I picked up these uh Shure SE 215 in-ear monitors. They come in multiple colors. I got the uh, clear ones. So they actually are a little less, uh, less visible, I suppose. Um, I don't like to wear earbuds, you know, your traditional earbud. Yeah. Can't stand them. They are uncomfortable. They fall out half the time. They just, they don't fit well. Um, but these, these are pretty jammy. Hmm. Um, like cats meow. We've been going here now for uh, 44 minutes and I haven't, uh, you're not ready to yank them out yet. No, no, not at all. I think what what makes that uh, uh, possible is that these come with uh, multiple tip sizes, so you can change the tips to fit more uh, more fit your ear canal, more comfortable fit. Right, and you get a mix of silicone and memory foam. Ooh. So the ones I'm wearing right now are the medium size memory foam, and so it's just like a you know like a um, an ear plug that you would stick in your ear, yeah. right? same idea. You shove it in your ear and it expands to fill the canal. And that's what gives you this great sound isolation. Uh, like before the show, when we were getting set up, I, I couldn't hear you talking to me because I hadn't, I hadn't turned you up yet. Um, and for something that's off the shelf, like that don't have a custom, like, uh, injection or poured, uh, uh fitting, they fit great. They fit great. They feel great. They sound great. Um, the only thing that I would say is that the, the cable, now they come with a, an MMCX cable. It's a little mini miniature coaxial cable, which by the way, is a, is a, is a pro in the sense that it allows them to uh, pivot, which adds for some comfort, but that cable is a little bit, it's a little short. So if you're kind of moving around and you could easily get away from these and next thing you know, you're, they're yanking at it behind you, but the MMCX cable is a uh, uh, the connector. You can if you snag one of these, there's a good chance you'll just pull the cable out. So if you break it, you've only got to replace the cable. You're not having to replace the entire uh, the entire unit, yeah. So yeah, those are the uh, the yeah, the Sure SE215 IEMs. All right, where are we now here? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I kind of left this uh, for last because I could talk about this thing for days and days and days and days and days. <laughs> if you are serious about podcasting and you are getting into the game and you want a mixer, I had already said before, consider getting an all-in-one uh, podcasting station. Now, uh, this is not the first one. This is the uh, Tascam MixCast Four. It's relatively new to the market, it's new here in Canada, anyway. Mm-hmm. I pre-ordered this back. Oh, I don't know. Before. Was it December? Yeah, it was before Christmas. I So I guess that makes me an early adopter. Maybe. Um, yeah, one of the first Canadians to have it anyway. Um, certainly, if you're familiar with the Roadcaster Pro, you kind of know what you're getting at with this because it, it takes a lot of its cues from what the Roadcaster had already done. And then it adds a few features that the Roadcaster doesn't have. And I'm not going to do a full breakdown on what this machine can and can't do, just to say that it is similar to the Roadcaster uh, Pro. By the way, if you've seen Twitter in the last two days, Roadcaster Pro 2 is right on the horizon. I've already seen photos of it and it looks pretty cool. I don't think it's enough to make me want to pull the trigger to get a new device when this one is still being supported with uh, firmware updates. Okay, this is an awesome machine. This is uh, four four microphones in, four sets of headphones out. Uh, your inputs are combo jacks. So whether you if you have an old like quarter, like an old microphone, like a vintage microphone that uses a quarter inch, like a headphone jack, that will uh, you can plug that in as well. You've got a three and a half, uh, three and a half mil T R R S connection. Uh, if you still have a phone that has a headphone jack on it, you can plug your your uh, phone directly into the uh, into the mixer. So whether you want to a phone in so guest. Yeah, you want to ha- you want to do a call in. You can do a call in. You want to play music off your phone. You can do it that way. We've got a, a Bluetooth connection, so same thing. If you if you don't have a, a f- headphone jack on your phone, like my new Google Pixel Six does not, um, no headphone jack on that. You can still use the Bluetooth to connect your phone, and you can get all the same functionality that you would uh, wirelessly. Mm. Yeah, um, there's a. Huh, this is kind of cool. The eight uh, sound pads with eight programmable banks. The machine itself has a bunch of built-in. I'm just going to turn that on here so we can actually, you can hear some of the things that we can do. We've got, uh, an appla- built-in applause built in applause. There's a bunch of like built-in ones. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to go through them all <laughs> because it can be quite annoying. I mean, I've, I've played with them enough to know that it's annoying. <laughs> um, and those are the built-in ones that never ever ever go away. You, you get those till the cows come home. But you get eight programmable banks. So those eight well, eight times eight, you get sixty-four pre-programmable uh, sound banks that you can load up with anything that you want. Um, and as a fan of our show, if you if you listen to any of our soundtrack episodes, that's exactly how we triggered all of the uh, song samples. We pre-loaded them into the mixer and just triggered them in real time as we need them, which I think is one of the best. uh, Super helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because as I would say, and I mean, you can talk about this a little bit more, Andy, on the editing side of things, I'm a firm believer of the more you can do uh, in real time, the less you have to do in uh, post-production and editing. Yep. So yeah. Um, The big one for me on this one is it came with a free DAW. A free digital audio workstation so um, when it comes to doing the editing um, i've been using the the task podcast editor software that that is uh, built uh, to integrate directly with the mixcast 4. Um, and it's a very simplified uh, DAW there are definitely more uh, complex uh, workstations out there even though the free one that we use audacity yeah uh, is very feature rich um, but if you're looking for something, because like I say, you're not a gearhead and you just want to be able to do a basic edit, the Taskam podcast editor is uh, is pretty awesome uh, for that. Which brings me to my only real complaint about this machine is uh, it does use a full size a full size SD card, and that's not a complaint. The complaint comes in the in the sense that if you are recording. So, actually, recording your audio to the Tascam, to the Mixcast Four, you cannot switch between sound banks. Hmm. So you you cannot read from the SD card while you are writing to the SD card is essentially what it what it says, and that makes sense. I totally get that. There's there's a limited amount of internal memory yeah. uh, that this thing has, and uh, yeah, I, I can see why that that hasn't been updated. I feel like at some point there will there might be a future update where there'll be a small amount of memory cached for that purpose. For yeah. But I mean, you can only do so much with that. You, that's why you need an SD card to, to put on, like, like I said, we put on an entire, uh, uh, three and a half minute song. Mm-hmm. Um, that would chew up your internal memory pretty quickly. If you did that 64 yep. times, <laughs> yes, it would. that being said, I've got a, what have I got in here? I've got a 32 or a 64. I haven't looked at it in a while. I'm looking at the readout right now available space. Currently right now I've got eight hours and 34 minutes of recording time available. Hmm. Um, and I don't think I've deleted anything in a long time. So if you're averaging a, like we're a long form show, we easily, we go over an hour almost every time. Um, you'd have to record like eight shows, seven or eight shows before you'd have to clear your card. So there's lots of, lots of space for you to, to work. Right. Um, so right now the uh um the mixcast is a seven hundred and forty dollars, uh which makes it about seventy dollars more than the roadcaster pro. But um and this is a, a technical thing, the MixCast cast has uh 65 decibels of gain, which puts it uh about ten more than the roadcaster Pro, which is funny because when I was looking at the, the roadcaster two, yeah, 76. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're just trying to, you know, one, one up, up each, each other. other. Yeah, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but honestly, um and there's a, there's a, a, some other options too. I mean, uh, Zoom, not the the software, but Zoom the company also makes uh, a couple of of devices that you might consider to be uh, a worthwhile the the pod track p4 which is a, a, a battery powered portable option mm, good for on-site absolutely can take uh i think it can take four people and it's got some built-in sound effects as well so i mean there's there's lots out there but yeah this is uh i again i could talk about this device for a long time i love this machine the more i use it the more i love it uh and the more i learn about it it's the more uh, you yeah. can do no it's awesome all right, so that kind of brings us sort of to the end of the the hardware sort of uh, part of our discussion. But I do wanna i, I do want to talk a little bit sort of about uh show flow and kind of how things uh, happen from uh, from uh, recording slash streaming to well, how does it get to uh you know out to uh, say spotify or or Amazon? And that's kind of what this slide represents is sort of like our show flow. Um, we record everything locally here. Um, and we do sometimes do, uh, actual recordings. We don't necessarily stream everything. We're not live all the time. We're live most of, time. most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. But we do, we also do a lot of, uh, recorded stuff. Um, uh, this is not a sponsored, uh, sponsored uh, show in any way, shape or form. Anything that I have to say about any of the software or products that we use are because we, we pay for them. Uh, we use them and we like them but if they want to give us money. Well, there is that too, right? They're um, they're welcome to do so. Going to video meant we needed some way to uh record that, and one of the easiest ways to record our video was to purchase a subscription to StreamYard. StreamYard is an all-in-one kind of streaming platform that allows you to multi-stream to multiple destinations at once, like we're doing tonight as we are on uh, YouTube we're on uh, what three Facebook channels, we're on two Twitter feeds, and we are on our uh, Twitch TV channel. So, um, for everybody who's been watching, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, and then from there, like I say, StreamYard uh, on a live stream it will pump this stuff out directly to any of the destinations that we uh, so choose. And the nice thing about StreamYard is it allows comments from every one of those locations to come back in in one spot. That's right. I mean, we've taken, we've seen comments in tonight from, uh, we got one from Steve. I didn't think, I don't think we got to that Steve uh, over on uh, YouTube says a cool camera. Thank you very much. And then uh, our friends over at the reflex point podcast, uh, major Medina, I can't, but I wanted to jump on and show some support. Have a great show. We are having a great show. Thank you for that. Uh, and then of course, magic over on Twitch. So you get a cool, uh, an idea of how cool that feature is to be able to curate all of your comments into one, uh, one UI, which I think is, is pretty fantastic. And if you do nothing but live stream and let's say you're, you have zero post-production, you can just stop, end your stream, and it's done, and it's there forever unless you yep, change your, your YouTube you settings. Of it. Yeah. Um, but we also like to repurpose our uh, video shows uh, for audio because we did start out as a traditional audio podcast. Um, and so for that, we will download – excuse me, we will download – Uh, the audio from StreamYard and StreamYard makes it really, really easy. Um, You can check out your past streams in the StreamYard uh, interface and you can download the video. You can download the audio or you can download the audio as separate audio tracks. So if you have a guest on your show, who's not local. So Andy and I are are both in the same room. We're both through the mixer. So that comes out as one track. Yeah. But if we were hosting uh, a guest who's not here in the studio with us, their audio would be downloaded as a separate track and for editing purposes, that's pretty super helpful. Yeah. That's pretty jammy. Um, so yeah, we download the audio and from there, uh, if, if I'm doing any uh, editing, I'm on the uh, Tascam uh, podcast editor. Uh, and then Andy, you're using still using audacity. audacity and you're using an older version. I am using an older one. I believe is 2.5. Um, so audacity was uh, up, came it was a, a topic of conversation for quite a while about being sold off to mm-hmm. off to that Russian company, but all the tech uh websites say that uh, there is nothing going on there that isn't already part of a million different phone apps that you've already given permission to, so there is nothing yeah. nefarious going on. the Russians are not you know stealing your uh, stealing your voice or stealing <laughs> your audio for weird purposes um but then again you then you've got to have a um a host. Uh, a podcast host. And we just happen to be using Red Circle. Um, shout out to uh, Red Circle for uh, their uh, their support. Uh, by the way, <laughs> we also might be looking for a new host. So if anybody's got any suggestions about uh, a podcast uh, host platform that they like, uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh, hear what you have to say about your host and why you like it. Um and then from there like red circle for example uh, automatically this is without having to do any additional work except set up some permissions when you create your account we get pushed out to uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts Amazon Music um Stitcher Audible here in uh, in Canada Radio Public and uh, oh my lord uh, Google Podcasts that's the other one yeah all of that um f- just a couple clicks and uh, that's how it happens so yeah that's kind of our uh that's our flow Mm -hmm. i don't know man anything else you want to you want to touch on no that pretty much covers it as far as uh the basics it is a very basic video this is by no means meant to be the 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 this is all this is how you do it this is just a very brief hey this is how we do it this is what we're using um if you guys like any of the stuff that we talked about tonight and you want to know more about any of the, the devices that we uh, showed off tonight, I'm more than happy to do a more in depth, uh, look at those for you guys, but seriously, anything that we've shown tonight, um, YouTube has been my best friend when it comes to doing research. And, uh, I would say, uh, 99% of what we're using right now uh, came from just doing a little bit of research, doing some homework, taking some time and not just, you know, buying the the shiniest thing because, Ooh, yeah. Not because I didn't want to <laughs> find out what's going to work for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess that would be the biggest, uh, the biggest take home for me is everything that we do uh, or that you may do is going to be application based uh, on your needs and the space that you have to work in. So, I hope that uh, you guys found uh, found some of this uh, helpful kind of peeling the curtain back on our, uh, our gear and review as we've just crossed the, uh, well, we're crossing the one year mark since we've been doing um, video full video. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh, This marks our last uh, regular fandom episode before we uh, get into uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi next a few weekend. days away yeah we are just a few days away next weekend it's going to be a very busy weekend uh we've got the first two episodes of obi-wan and of course uh, maverick is coming out on friday as well so you know where i'll be going <laughs> 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 um i don't know if we hammered out the exact uh, details we're going to do sunday night like we normally would with uh, episode one of obi-wan and i think we're going to come back monday night i think so yeah because i mean there's just no two. way that we can cover all of that uh, in the detail that we like to do. Well, as you know, let's just see if I can. Uh, I want to do, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where do I put my thing? Oh, I don't know what happened. There it is. I was going to give a sneak peek here. I was trying to put together uh, uh, an intro for for the show going forward. So I put it together. Did you get to see it? I did. You did. Okay. Did you like it? I did. All right. So any changes you want to make? Hmm. I think the only change I'll make is when we know what the episode titles are. I'll do a, an additional thing and put in the, the, actual, the actual title. Thing. Yeah, so um, you know what, guys? I'm going to leave that uh, with you, uh, a sneak peek of our uh, the title credits, uh, title cards for our upcoming Obi-Wan uh, review series. That is The High Ground. And if you haven't, uh, uh, if you weren't already aware, that we're, that's kind of one of our, our things that we like to do here. We review a lot of Star Wars, go back into our back catalog, have a look at our uh, other review series for uh, The Bad Batch, uh, Season 7 of uh, The Clone Wars, The Mandalorian, and The Book of Boba Fett. And uh, yeah, so. Oh, and the Hawkeye one too. Oh, we yes, we did Hawkeye as well. Um, oh, and we did WandaVision too. There's a lot. There's there. a lot back there. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot. big out. catalog. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it for me here at Phantom Power. My name is Wes. I'm Andy. We'll catch you next time, guys. Bye for now.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favourite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.